Hi, this is Tony Ruggiero, and you're listening to the Tour Coach Podcast. Just like we've been doing for the last couple of years here on the Tour Coach, I'm going to be bringing you lots of chats, interviews, roundtable discussions on what we do, how we do it, from players to coaches to caddies, students. All of this comes from my travels that are on tour or to Old Palm or from here in Mobile or wherever it is I go around this country, around the world, teaching and coaching at the game of golf that I love. So hopefully, if you listen, you're going to like what you hear. There's there's lots and lots of info and content coming your way that I think are going to help all of you understand and play the game even better or, or coach the game. We've got so many coaches that listen to this tour coach podcast. So appreciate all of you that have gone along with me on this journey for the tour coach. I didn't necessarily know where I was going with it when I started this, this when the Dew Sweepers radio show ended on XM Sirius. Uh, but I can tell you that it has given me so much freedom and creativity to be able to talk a little more and a little more in depth and bring all of you a behind the scenes, inside the ropes look at what me and my team do and the people that we associate with it and how you can use us as a resource to help you get better at the game of golf. Look, and if you like what you hear on the tour coach, also make sure you check out our pro work video series, which is available for you on YouTube and my YouTube channel. If you just go on YouTube and type in pro work, it'll pull up the episodes that are out there. Some really, really great stuff that takes you behind the scenes and inside the ropes. And before I let you go to the tour coach, special thanks to my sponsors that have all been with me for such a long time. Shrick's on golf, been with them over 20 years. Can't find anybody better in the equipment side of the world. Bushnell Golf, such a big part of what we're doing with pro work and what I do day to day, especially with the Launch Pro, Vineyard Vines, Ian and Shep, Amber and the folks there always keep me looking great. We've been such great partners for a good long time. And lastly, McConnell Automotive uh, here in Mobile, Alabama. Mitch McConnell and the gang, there's nobody that has supported me longer. I mean, they're unbelievable. And the folks at Buick GMC for supporting the Dew Sweepers radio show, as well as the tour coach, and as well as pro work. So check out McConnell Automotive and Buick GMC. And lastly, our, my friend Blaine Stokely and Stokely's Midtown Garden Express here in Mobile. Those folks keep the dew sweepers and keep the pro work and the tour coach and all of our content alive and well for all of you that love the game and want to learn. Enjoy the Tour Coach Podcast, which is coming your way right now. Home of Jackson K Golf. We've only got one microphone we're passing around tonight because I didn't do a very good job packing. But this is juicy tonight. This is going to be a juicy one. We got a... We got a, uh, an illustrious crowd. Wayne Flint and I are reunited, and it feels so good. Wayno, I don't care what that committee at golf.com said. You're still in my top 100. And what's our new motto? <laughs> That's right. That's right. We'll edit that. <laughs> yeah. So we got Dorsey Addix. <laughs> Alex, I can't help it. <laughs> Amelia Lewis, Mason Williams, Jackson Court, Will McFadden, Connor Luke, Wayne Flint, Jack Hundley. All sitting in tonight from the house here in Jacksonville. So uh, we're going to talk about offseason. Um, I think this is one of those things that's probably best if Jackson starts and kind of leads it a little bit. I've been on a little bit of a roll. Um, let's just we, so, anyways. Credit to Jackson. It's end of the season. Love what he does. He brought a, bunch, a couple of his members who were fantastic. Um, the the one guy's named Alex. Am I right? Right. Alex did a phenomenal job today. Wayne, awesome with him on those balance discs. We did a good job with the new D sweeper pivot pack. Um, that'll be for sale by the t- pretty soon. And um, Anyways, uh, and bringing all your players in for the end of season, let's talk about why you did this, and we'll go from there. Well, following your suit, you um, you know you do the pro retreat every January, right? And that's before they get going. And um, I know a bunch of my guys from college and pro just took a little hiatus, maybe from their golf, and wanted to kick it back in gear with a little boot camp, so we did... Typical dew sweeper fashion. We did some fitness, a little bit of full swing, a little bit of short game. We tried to do on course, but the weather was terrible. But uh, best part about today, in my opinion, is getting coaches that have trained me that I t- 
trust wholeheartedly with the players that I care so dearly about because that's the part of my career that I enjoy the most, I think, is working with these guys. And girls. Excuse me. The two ladies at the table. Yep. And I think it's great to put a bunch of good players together, right? Whether it's just practicing in the blowing wind and rain, but uh, the camaraderie and care and family aspect that we got here is hard to beat. <laughs> I don't know. Jackson made me come. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good good season, a lot of good events, but I'm definitely tapped out, so I needed some time off and took a month off, and now I'm back at it. So. Yeah. Well, it was windy today, so I wanted to work on trajectories, and I... I have a harder time into the wings, like my ball spins, goes high, so we worked on hitting it lower, compressing it more, weight shift, covering the ball, um, yeah, and that, that fed into my chipping as well, so it all goes hand in hand. So I thought that was interesting, because this goes back to the first golf school I ever did, Wayno with you, and... Hank and everybody, Tom Ness, we were up at Rob Aiken's place in, in Nashville, and um, I was the low man on the totem pole, and they put me with Randy Smith doing putting. And, uh, but everybody, at the end of the day, we compared notes, and there were all these good junior players, and we got done at the end of the day, and everybody, like, your putting, your chipping, your bunker play, pretty much the tendencies were the same. And I've always kind of carried that with me since that, from learning from you guys. But I thought that was interesting that the concepts that's, that whatever you need to work on, I think, tends to drift through your whole game. I think we get people all the time teaching, you no know, Jackson, Wayne, Connor. You get people all the time that are like, oh, I'm, I don't do that with my driver, or I don't do that when I'm chipping. Well, yeah, you do. You, you, you suck just as much with your driver. <laughs> Right, it's just that it does it work. What you do works better, or whatever. Right. So, I, but I think that's fascinating. Now I'm gonna go back to you. So, talk a little bit about. It. I interrupt. Do you want to talk like what I what my tendencies are? Okay. Well, it's it's in putting all the way through my full swing. I kind of have a tendency to back out of it. Don't get to my left side. Um, and it's been a tendency for ever. So, and it probably will forever be my tendency, so just keep it in check and learn how to manage it. I think it's great, and I think she's got probably a couple of ways to work on the same thing. Agreed. And doing that stuff with her short game and learning it at slow speeds, doing stuff in smaller motions will help you learn it quicker and then let it filter into your longer game. Yeah, exactly, and it's good to have different feels because week to week you need different, you have different elements, your body's feeling different, so you need different things to go to, but it accomplishes the same thing. Uh, I'm here just to basically get 100% F1, uh, and secondarily kind of to get my spring off to a good start. I feel like I took a couple weeks off after my season ended um and then i kind of came down here just to get good feels kind of like we were talking earlier you said well what am i working on you know what am i feeling i was like nothing right now i'm just trying to get off to a good start so i can kind of jump start the second part of the the next year so we worked on a couple good setup feels and a couple good backswing feels um and that was basically the key. And then Wayne and I did a lot of good short game today. Worked on some setup there and some feels through the ball and how to kind of hit some different shots out of some different lies. Um, no. <laughs> no, but um, just trying to get off to a good start. I feel like it's so easy to get feels in your head 
like that you think you're working on and they feel right and then you go see Jackson or you and it's not exactly what you think it is. So to get a second look at eyes and actually get an appropriate look really helps me out. Now to one of my new favorite people. Dorsey, what are you here working on? Um <laughs> um, do you want me to talk about what I'm working on or why I'm here? Okay. Well, uh, Montana's home, so that's why I'm here. Um, mainly just to kind of get out of hitting indoors and see what the ball's doing and, um, you know, make sure I'm working on the stuff that Jackson and I have been working on and doing the right stuff. And So, yeah, I'm, I'm here hitting balls and freezing cold. Might be colder than Montana. It is cold in Montana. Um, but no, today was great. I worked on, we worked on what? Loading better going back and then actually pushing off with that, that right in step um, going through the ball. So, yeah, he's moved. Wayno, we've been teaching together a long time. Um, how many years? About 22, 20-something years. Um, been a long time. You taught me before that. You'd have been a little better at teaching back then. Putting and mid-iron play, I think I'd have had something because I could always drive it. But he fat figured that shit out after he got done with me. <laughs> but those were back in the Chase Lake days, right? Right? Talk a little bit about what you saw out there today. Talk a little bit about... I think one of the cool things, this is for me as a teacher in Jackson, is the opportunity for all of us to kind of consult, talk about the things we see together and everything. And it's like I had a blast today teaching with you. It was like the old days, you know. Um, so tell me what you think. Well, Tony, I think, uh, you know, I think these retreats kind of, getting ready for a new year for players is a is a big deal and i mean it's a lot of fun for us obviously we don't get to do it all the time and it's you know today was fun for me because i finally get got back out with everybody and you know i've been laid up a little bit the last couple months with an injury um but it was good to get back out there but i think the most important thing the thing that i've seen over the years um i think the most important thing for the players is is when, when you get together in a situation like this and you get with uh, people who've taught some together, we have common beliefs and common things that we think are important in, in golf. And so, you know, the result at the end of the day for the player is you hear the same thing from, you know, chipping and pitching all the way into full swing. And, and I'm sure we'll hear a little of the same stuff tomorrow when we do some putting and some more full swing. You know, the, the common theme of, of what they need to do um, to start their new year or continue to push their program forward, um, I think that's I think that's something that helps them organize themselves and take take it into a new year where they can where they can keep their mind and 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 their program pushing forward in the right direction without you know getting to try this try that and searching for things that may or may not work. Um, when you get to search, and obviously most of the time they don't work. So for good players, which is what we've had a whole bunch of here today, you know, people trying to play golf for a living and, and playing golf for a living and, and young young people that are, are trying to finish up college and get to where they're playing for a living, I think it's very important for them to have a very organized program. And, and that's what you see when you, when you come to a, a group of teachers who kind of come up under the same tree, if you will, of, of beliefs and, and fundamentals and things like that. So I think that helps the player get themselves more organized, A, to start the year and hopefully start the year well. And then as we all go up and down playing golf, you know, you have good times and bad times, but when they get into a little bit of a dip and maybe not hitting it quite as well, maybe helps them keep organized on their program and not not get to searching for the new secret of the day. So I think I think for the player it's really, really important because it helps them 
get their core belief of what they're trying to do for their golf game and their golf swing um, organized so that they can take it, you know, and run for a year and play golf with it because, let's face it, when you play a lot of golf, like we talked about with Amelia today, I mean, she's played a whole bunch of weeks in a row. You can get a little scattered sometimes when things aren't going well, and, and I think this type of situation helps you reorganize those things and, you know, get them in the right in the right area and, and the right organization to, to of how to work on them and, and take them through the year so they can have some success. So what I want to go through with everybody, we're going to go down the row, is I think I'm a big believer that searching and trying shit every different swing is horrible. And I've watched it on every level, still see it on every level. I fight it. But like when a player gets to where themselves, their caddy, people around, everybody is like every swing is trying something different. It never works, in my opinion. And I'm not saying – I mean, Wayne, you've been around a long time. Not saying nobody's ever found lightning in a bottle one week. But, like, long-sustained improvement, getting better to me isn't found. Right, right. You know, but long-sustained, three-month, five-month, year, two years, success to me comes from understanding what you're working on, uh, why. Butch said that on our other podcast, but, you know, you got to understand the why. Um, how to monitor it and how to work on it is key. I want to hear from these players, like when when shit starts going bad, things aren't going good, how do you keep and avoid from doing that if you do? And if you don't, and if you start searching, that's okay. You can admit it to me. This is a closed, like this is a confessional, even though it's a podcast. I'm Father Tony, um, said no one. Um so let's start. But I think that's a good topic because I think so many people out there that listen to us, like let's face it, if you're driving around listening to us sitting around a table drinking wine and Coors Light, like, I mean, either one, you got problems, or two, you're a golf nut, right? So, um, uh, or you're bored. Three, you're very bored. So, like, and, and most of those people, because, like, when, you know, like, we still teach. While we teach people like this all the time, Wayno, Connor, Jackson, like we still teach tons of people that are just regular old folks trying to get better, golfers. And they're, you know, like they fall victim of it worse than you folks do, the searching. So how do we stop the searching? So Doris, what do you do when the shit's not going good? How do you keep from searching if you don't? I mean, I want you to be honest. And we we can you can lay down talk about your childhood and all that. We can have a little intervention here if you need to. But just hit it and hope. No, um, I think it's that I have like three or it's usually no more than three, but like three main things that like I go back to, and it's kind of like I search within those three, and it's it's super simple things like tempo, a little bit longer pause at the top, like that usually is the cause of everything for me um so it's not that i'm searching that hard it's that i have three things and i kind of go through the checklist and then if it's not one of those then you know just leave and go home and come back the next day um but i think it's one of the hardest things on the road is stuff's not going good and you want to hit that panic button and you cannot it's you won't get anywhere i think you just have to consistently work on the same things and keep working on the same things that you've been working on for years, you know. Um, I think everyone probably has, in this room has like three things they always go back to. Um, so I, for me, that's that's what I do when I'm struggling. Um, or just go putt and chip a bunch because you're probably going to need it. And just don't, don't worry about it as much. I don't know. Um, in season, I don't look at my swing a ton, so I just kind of go off fields and what I what I know. So. Hi, this is Tony Ruggiero. And look, recently, several teachers I know and several players have had some scares with skin cancer. In fact, I recently went and saw a dermatologist here in town and I had a couple things frozen off, eyelid, my face, my earlobe, and not getting any younger. And I know, I know it's getting to that time of the season where it's cooler, but look, 
being in the sun is a real deal, and I've not been very good, to be totally honest, my whole career at using it at all because I didn't like how greasy it was, how hard it was to get off your hands, how it clogged up my pores. And then I found this sunscreen, Visor Skin Care. It's clear. It goes on. It doesn't dry you out. It isn't greasy. It's like you didn't put anything on it. By far, it's the best sunscreen I've ever used. Without a doubt, is the easiest to use. And we've got a discount code for all of you. All you have to do is go to VisorSkinCare.com. Is use our code word, DoSweeper. VisorSkinCare.com, code word, DoSweeper. Uh, for me, it's, I guess, the main thing I kind of deal with, like Jackson and I talked about a lot, is every day, like, my golf swing feels different. No matter if, I mean, you're just going to feel different every day. It doesn't really matter what you do. Um, and knowing that we kind of had the saying of same skeleton, but like different feel off of that. So trying to accomplish the same thing, like trying to accomplish separation with my lower body versus my chest, but it might be a different feel tomorrow than it was today. But knowing that we're still trying to do the same thing from there is kind of the main key for me. But like Amelia was saying, or sorry, like Dorsey was saying, it's when... <laughs> When you're traveling a bunch, it's in your playing. It's really hard to sit there and like be super structured because half the time you're like you might get into a city at three o'clock and play a practice round in an hour and a half, and you're just kind of rolling around like you're not really focused on what your golf swing's doing that day. Um, but when that's the case, you just have to go strictly off feel and strictly off what your body does on like a day-to-day basis, and kind of know what you're trying to work on and trust that you're doing the right things. Um, and that's kind of it for me. Let me add something. I think everyone has to recognize that your body's not going to feel great every day. So, like, some days you might just be tired. Don't stand on the range and try and grind it out. Go home and sleep. Like, I've seen so many girls dog-tired, five weeks in a row, grinding on the, on the range on, like, a Wednesday. And I'm just like, what are you doing? you're not going to gain anything, so go home and sleep. From a teacher's perspective, like I try, it's very difficult, but I've been fired before. Well, I've been fired a lot. But, like, you know, where a person plays bad after a long stretch, you're like, you're just tired. Like, you're worn out emotionally, physically, mentally, whatever it is, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with your golf swing. And I think sometimes people don't understand that, like, all of that plays into how you play, you know? And, and uh, I mean, I think that's a big deal. I think that's kudos to you for understanding that. Because not a lot of people, though, get that. Like, you're not going to hit it perfect every time. And sometimes your golf swing looks really good. Like, you'll send us a video, Jackson, Wayne, Connor. Like, you get a video, and you're like, man, shit, it's pretty good. How heck you be, right? You know, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, looks good. Looks good. Looks good. Turn the hip a little more. Make a divot. Right? You know? <laughs> Whatever. The thing is with the player, too, Tony, um, a lot of times they don't want to hear. They don't want to hear the fact that you just need to take a day off. They don't want to hear that. They, they want to hear an answer that fixes their freak out at that point. And, and you know, the freak out could be just hit a couple bad shots on the range that don't even mean anything, just a bad shot. But that freaks people out if you're playing golf for a living, which, yeah, that's when you that's when you go home and take, you know, take... Well, that's, that's, when, that's when you go home and you take an afternoon off and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with getting rest. There's nothing wrong with sitting back and recharging. Um, but when a teacher tries to tell a student that, or a, a student who's a tour player that, they don't want to hear that. Cause that <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't want to hear that a lot of times. And so, so that's an unpopular thing. The player doesn't want to hear it. And, you know, that'll sometimes get you in trouble as a teacher. So. But the players got to assume some responsibility for that. They've got to recognize when they get when they get a little emotionally tired, a little physically tired, a little mentally tired. They have they have to know what their their situation is. You know, when whenever I get mentally tired, I tend to make a lot of stupid mistakes on the golf. You know, they have to recognize that. And that's you know, you can help you can try to help that, but the 
the student at that point, the, the player, has to has to know when that's happening, and they've got to take some responsibility for getting themselves mentally, physically, emotionally, all those things prepared to play the best golf they can play when when they're out there competing. So, you know, that's a fine line as a teacher trying to get in there, but we all try to do that, right? Because I know I know the teachers here. Um, I know Connor and Jackson and Tony and I, we, we care deeply about our students. I mean, I just slid the phone over to Jackson and said, hey, look at this young 17-year-old. Tell me what you think. You know, so I mean, we, you know, we care about our students at home and on the road. And then when we meet new students, I care about them. I'm, I'm now, you know, I'm, I want to see everybody do well, right? So, you know, we, we, we probably offer sometimes maybe too much, but it's only because as a teacher we care, right? And then the student, they expect too much because they care, obviously. They're trying to succeed. Um, you know, they don't want to leave any stone unturned. They want to they want to give it all they got because they want to make it. They want to make it to the top of their profession, right? Which I understand. But So that's a, that's a fine line there, right? 100%. Amelia, let's hear from you. Um, <laughs> well, this is like, a, there's a lot of answers to this question. Like, sometimes you can just fire your, cat, your caddy and have a fresh start the next week and blame someone else. <laughs> it, it is, it is an option. <laughs> um, but you'd be surprised, like, how many of the top girls, <laughs> some of the top girls, like, they can't, they don't want to blame their golf game, so they blame someone else. And that's almost, it does protect the ego. Like, there's so, that's one way of looking at it. I like a relationship with my caddy. I like building that, so that's not me. But that is, that is, yeah. I want to say that that's the mark of somebody that's going to be special and that's going to be one of the best. Because I think as you look through people that are the, become the very best at what they do, one trait is that they always look in the mirror rather than blame other people. We've all known people that are very talented and they're very good and they've had some success. But the habit that forms of blaming other people for your lack of success is an incredibly bad trait. And it's not becoming and it doesn't make you a champion. At some point, you got to look in the mirror. Back to you. I'm just saying that's one way people cope. Um... I think another good way. <laughs> um, you got to take the emotion out of it, and like I've started taking stats this year, so it's easy to say, "Oh, I, I putted horrible today." Well, if you're not hitting it close and you're having a lot of three putts, like is it your putting or is it your ball striking? And if you take the emotion out of it and just do the stats and get a good get, uh, game frame of like what you need to work on. Exactly, and just make it black and white, and don't say I played like shit. Like no, you just hit it bad, or, and so what? Just pinpoint those areas, and yeah, that's the best way to take the emotion out of things. Talking about like searching. Well, I think from the. From the uh, <clears throat> searching category, it was it was pretty. I had a big issue with it last year. I really struggled my last year of college. Um, dealt with some injury and frankly hit it just absolutely terrible for a full calendar year. My fault. <laughs> it's it's not Tony's fault. But uh, people would have fired. I've been fired for what worse for better years. This year, fired for a better year. Well, anyways, the, uh, <laughs> um, it was really difficult to not go out and search and not try everything that you see on Instagram or any of that. <laughs> but um, I just knew that, like, I've been around all y'all forever. I've been around Wayne and Tony and Jackson for, I mean, almost 12, 13 years now. And I just, basically, basically yeah, and, you know, I... <laughs> We're, we're getting there. 
But 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 I trust these guys with with my game, and I knew that like it was my job to do the work and get out of it and get in the gym, which was big for me because I was hyper immobile. Right, absolutely. And like, you know, when we were all in high school, we'd get out of school and roll out to the course and just tee one up. And I've realized that I'm just not capable of doing that anymore. I've got to get my body in a place where I can make a golf swing. And once I do that, I, I can actually get through the ball and get turned behind it and do the things that I need to do to make a successful golf swing. But without, without the gym <clears throat> and working in there, I mean, it's, it's impossible. So I, I can't imagine any other way to hit the ball without being in the gym and getting your body in the right place to hit it. Before Hundley, I'm going to give him a shout-out because uh, we were in the gym this morning and I was talking a little bit about the players with Connor. And sometimes, obviously, I have to do a better job at not letting players become ghosts, right, and just dis disappearing. But if there's one person that does become a ghost that does a good job, it's Jack. Because there's been a couple times, there's been a couple times where, like, he comes over for a lesson and we work on two things, three things. I give him a couple drills. He disappears for three, four months, and then I check in on him. I'm like, hey, man, what are you working on? And the class like, uh, same stuff from the last lesson. Still doing the same drills. So, well, to talk about what Jackson just said, I am, I should probably not reach. I feel like I reach out to you a good bit, but it's not really like I send you like speak videos all the time. It's just. I check it in with you, or you check it in with me. But it, I do need to like send you more updates on my game, rather than "What's up, man? How you doing?" Yeah, I get the "What's up, cuh?" text all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I'll spend four or five months like without seeing him, and I'll resort to everything that we had talked about four or five months ago, and I'll just work on that, work on that, work on that. And then I'll come see him another time, and we'll change some stuff up, and I'll just work on that, work on that, work on that. But the last thing that we really talked about was loading into my right side, and because I, but but those four months that I spent trying to load into my right side really changed my entire takeaway because I went from taking it back and having all my weight on my left side and being pretty much all my weight on my right side and being able to shift through and that's changed my impact position it's changed pretty much the whole wow. dynamic of my swing and you like patches I love patches <laughs> I told you I went there the day before I came over here anywhere in the history of the world they're dry rub wings Panama City Beach patches pub we used to go there and would order like 60 wings, four large pizzas, 16 wines, and get out of there for $80. It was like amazing. The Buffalo Burger is also unbeatable. Yeah, I think I've learned. Um, <laughs> no, no, I think Tony and Jackson and Wayne. I mean, they're so busy. <laughs> they love the stash. These guys are they're super busy and they and they work their butt off. And uh, I just really appreciate that you guys give me a, a chance to come down and watch and learn from you guys. And um, I think the biggest thing I'm learning each and every week is just how much importance there is behind less is more and not giving too much at one time and um, 
the more I understand, the less I, I give. And so I think that's like important for me to understand, right? Like, well, this stuff is all happening. Like me and Wayne talked about today. There's really a few things that, that are important and all the rest of it is just effects based off that one cause issue. And um, I'm still trying to learn it more and more every day, but um, I really appreciate that you guys have me out to this stuff and get to learn and, and watch you guys do what you do. All right, Connor. Well, I think the best, you know, I think I think it's important as a, a student, a player, and as a student who's trying to learn to teach better, become more organized in your whole program, whatever the playing program, whatever fits each individual that they need to work on in their game, and we're all different, right? Every player has something different. We're, we're, we may be all looking at it from the from the perspective of teaching that, hey, we want to get these these things done, you know, X amount of things done in every person's golf swing, but we go at it with every single person different because every single person's problems are different, right? And so I, I think as a teacher, you know, what, what Tony and Jackson and I are trying to do helping Connor try to learn to do it better is for him to get organized in what we think are the important things that we need to get to the student. And then I think the students need to be able to recognize what the important things, the one or two or three important things for each student that they can carry with them for their year. And, you know, the five or six or seven things that Connor is trying to learn to organize his teaching knowledge for him to carry those with him for his year. He's got an important year coming up. You know, he'll get through the winter and then back up at Bluebell in, in Philadelphia, he'll, uh, you know, he'll jump out there and he'll have a whole season ahead of him. Well, he's got to stay as organized because it's real easy when he gives two or three lessons and maybe they don't hit it real good that day. It would be easy for him to run home and jump on YouTube, just like it would be easy for all the players to jump on YouTube and look for the flavor of the day. Somebody talking about the flying right elbow or some crazy shit like that. Yeah, I mean, whatever the case may be. And to get off the rails, so to speak, you know, both from a teaching perspective and a playing perspective. And if that happens, well, hell, you're, you're done. I mean, you're done playing good. You're done teaching good because you, you don't have anything organized that you're trying to deliver to your client or that you're trying to deliver as players to your golf ball. So that's got to be organized with the delivery of your, yourself and your club to the golf ball to send it where y'all want to send it, you know, when you're playing golf for a living. So. You know, I think it's equally as important for the players and the teachers to to remain organized in, in their thoughts and their commitments and, and how they go about doing their job, whether it's delivering the information or getting the information and trying to deliver the information to the golf ball. So, you know, it's the same thing for everybody, really. Hi, this is Tony Ruggiero. And look, recently, several teachers I know and several players have had some scares with skin cancer. In fact, I recently went and saw a dermatologist here in town, and I had a couple things frozen off, eyelid, my face, my earlobe, and not getting any younger. And I know I know it's getting to that time of the season where it's cooler, but look, being in the sun is a real deal, and I've not been very good, to be totally honest, my whole career at using it at all because I didn't like how greasy it was, how hard it was to get off your hands, how it clogged up my pores. And then I found this sunscreen, Visor Skin Care. It's clear. It goes on. It doesn't dry you out. It isn't greasy. It's like you didn't put anything on. By far, it's the best sunscreen I've ever used. Without a doubt, is the easiest to use. And we've got a discount code for all of you. All you have to do is go to VisorSkinCare.com. Is use our code word DoSweeper. VisorSkinCare.com. Code word DoSweeper. I don't know how I can improve on that. Got me a little emotional. Um, I'm gonna. We're gonna kind of wrap this up. Gonna go. Gonna go around. You're gonna get your turn. Calm down. Um. Gonna give everybody a parting shot. I just. First, I'm gonna wrap mine up. But first of all, thank you for allowing me to put out some content. But second of all, Jackson, thank you for having me. Thank you for being the best assistant ever anybody could have ever had. And now I'm super proud of you for how you've moved on and you're doing your own deal at Atlantic Beach. Thanks for all the years for putting up with my ass. And uh, just really cool. Like, it's a cool group of people, of young people, 
at different stages of their career and their life. And, like, it's the coolest thing for me to be part of. Like, I love the shit out of coming and doing this, taking my gummy, drinking my wine, mouthing off. Me and Dorsey coming up with a couple new podcasts. And we got some new guests we're going to invite. And all that. Jim's going to sit in with us. And all of that. Like, it's going to be special. F that guy. But in, in anyways, it's going to be cool. Um, anyway. Jackson, thank you for still including me because you could have run past us a long time ago, but I appreciate it. Mason, thanks. Dorsey, Mason, everybody, all of you, thank you for letting me hang out and watch you all today. And I'm going to let everybody just have a parting shot. I won't. I don't know. I, uh... Um, no, it's, it's my first uh, Dew Sweeper camp. So, Jackson K. Dew Sweeper camp. Um, I've seen a bunch of them from afar, but never been a part of them. But, no, it's just fun getting together with a, a bunch of, you know, really good players and being able to watch what they do and hear what they're working on and um, even just watch them hit balls. I mean, I think one of my favorite things is, like, at Frederica, just going to the back range and then uh, at my golf course at home. Uh, no, at Frederica, you know, I'll go on the back range and you'll have someone like Zach Johnson hitting balls and you'll just, you'll just sit there and that, that's exactly what I do. I just sit there and I watch him hit balls or, you know, Patton Kazire, Harris English, any of those guys. And I mean, if you ever get the chance, just go to a PGA tournament and just go sit on the range and watch these guys hit balls because it's, it's really fun and they make it look easy and, um, you'll learn something. So, being able to be around all these, you know, really good players is a lot of fun, and I feel like we learn off each other and um, kind of energize each other, too. Oh. Before, before we go to Mason, because he's manly, I'm going to say, I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> I just want to say, no. <laughs> Never, I mean, I was never a guy, I'd never taught very many lady players, right? And recently, had the chance to be around Dorsey, hanging out with Amelia today, Lexi, Erica, all of that. Like, I don't think, last week was such a cool thing, I thought, for golf with the guys and the girls playing together. And I'm not a political guy, I don't get into all that shit about what, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Good golf is good golf. And I watched it today on the tee with you two. And I saw it last week over at the Grant Thornton. And I've watched it when I went to, I guess that was second stage where I was at, right? With with Erica. Like, good golf is good golf. And there's just, the golf has come so far in the last few years since I've been Man, these, you girls kick ass. And it is so cool to also watch how serious you are about your craft and how good you are at it. Like, it's a cool deal. And I just wanted to say that because, I mean, I'll probably interrupt again. But now I'm going to hand it over to Mason. But I wanted to say that. And I didn't want to take that away from your manliness, Mason. <laughs> Not at all, Tony. Not at all. Um. <laughs> oh, no. Uh. <laughs> but to add on to, to what Dorsey was saying, it, it really is cool um, to be surrounded by so many good players in, in one spot and to learn not only what they're doing with their golf swing, but just by watching, literally just by, that's it. Yeah, just by literally just watching them hit a golf ball or her hit a golf ball and then saying, okay, what did you try to do there? What are you guys working on? Like, how are you trying to get better? Okay hearing what they say and then somehow using it to help yourself like there's so many different ways to get better um and watching it me and will played with dorsey and amelia today and seeing them hit it like it was pretty impressive just to see how small their misses are and how (laughs) (laughs) dorsey had a three wood to like a foot on number three it was like okay it was yeah it was just like it was just fun to 
to see how good good golf is. And Will and I were talking on 2T. Um, he talked to Tony shortly right before we went out and played, and he was working on his load like into his left side, being a lefty, and I was talking about how I was loading into my right side and how similar the feels were, and we were like bouncing ideas off of each other and picking each other's brains. Um, but I think that's just the coolest part, is kind of the camaraderie and being, being around some good people and honestly just having a great time out there is my favorite part. I don't get easily offended. You're good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we're coming up on our like one year of working together pretty soon, right? Anniversary. We need to do something. Um, but no, it's been a fun, it's been a fun year. And like, I like coming to these events because on tour, especially on the LPGA, not so much on that team, but on LPGA, it's extremely individual. Um, a lot of players are not helping other players unless it's your best friend. Um, because, you know, it's sad, but it's competition and they're, they're taking money away from you and vice versa. And it's just how it is. And, so that's why I really like coming here because there is camaraderie and you don't, I don't get that much in my daily life on tour. Um, I got that growing up junior golf in college, but so it's, it's refreshing and it's how it should be, but I understand how it is and you gotta, you know, you gotta do everything you can to be successful out there and you gotta be selfish a little bit, but it's nice to come into a, a nice environment every now and then. Thank you. And I think that's sad, what you said, from a perspective of one of the coolest things. I don't work with him anymore, but Lucas Glover, one of the greatest human beings I've ever worked with. One of the coolest things I ever saw was watching him with the young guys. I've spent most of my career, to be fair, teaching folks like the young people, right? Uh, and then I was, you know, then I had the opportunity to teach him for five, five and a half years. But watching him help the young people but also watching how that, in my opinion, he energized him helping those young people. And I hope that there's probably not anybody other than our parents and a couple other like four-year-olds listening to this. But like, if a tour player's listening to this that has experience, like it's a very man, woman, child, boy, girl, whatever, doesn't matter. I could not like, like, I didn't really know where I was going with that, to be completely honest. My nose is tingling. And, um, like, like there's, there's a part of it that's very rejuvenating, very much re-energizing about giving to others. And I hope people see that. Jack. No, I love it. I, th- I think my parting shot is, like, as maybe we get a little bit better at being self-reflective and looking in the mirror, is to communicate to us and maybe challenge me or whoever you're working with on ways in which we can keep you on track. Because like, I think we know what we're trying to get across, but sometimes we don't know how to get it across to you or to, how to keep you on target. Whether it is off-season and we're trying to motivate you right, and learn something new, or whether you're doing a long you know, you're in a long stretch of competitive golf. Like, I think maybe those two are different, and it might be different for each player, but being able to understand how you tick in both those different aspects of your game and communicating it to us will only help us help you more because that's what we're trying to do. And, uh, I just think being around all these great players is you can't trade it anything in the world for being around people who are better than you. It's really easy to think like you've got something under control but then you come up here and I watch Amelia or Dorsey or Mason or Jack hit a shot and I'm like, oh, I can't I can't do that. <laughs> like, I need to go work on that one. So I think it's refreshing to be around people who are who are better than you, especially when you're maybe back home you don't have very many people to, to look up to like that. And I think these scenarios where we bring everybody together and the coaches and the the pros and the good college players, I think it's really, really an impressive thing. And um, I've really enjoyed it through the years, and I look forward to more in the years to come. And so that's my part. Good at that. Soon. 
Yeah, my parting shot is just um, it gave me a bunch of energy watching Wayna walk out of the car on one leg and go teach on his feet for ten hours today. I think that was yeah, that was my that's my parting shot. All right, uh, my party thing. So I, everybody's touched on being here with a bunch of great players, and I agree with everything that was said. But uh, my party thing is, uh, I'm going to touch on the coaches here. All y'all, I remember today we were on the driving range and we were working on a field for me. And I didn't really like it, and then we started working on another field, and I said why I didn't like the previous one. And we just got into a conversation about what I liked, and then we decided, hey, this is the best way to go about this. And that's how coaching should be, and I appreciate y'all for that. So I'm very understanding and makes it easier for me. There you go, yeah, man. Every time. Hey, hey. F this guy. All right. Well, all right. My, my, my part in shot is. Uh, Thanks to Jackson for putting the band back together. Um, I appreciate it after a couple months away, getting back with you guys. I mean, it's fun, Connor, spending time with you today and trying to push you forward a little is great. See, always me and you, right? <laughs> it's been forever. So um, we've had a lot of fun. and Yeah, we've turned out okay. That's right. We've had a lot of fun. We've caught a lot of golf. So um, always fun being around the players. That's the best part of the whole deal. You learn, you learn more about golf. We learn more than they learn. No, no doubt, no doubt. Every time I come, you know, I try to throw a little something out there that may help. But I learn more than they learn every time. Um, golden microphone, Jack here right next to me. He's, he's the guy that every time he said something, it's been genius today. So um, y'all pay attention to that on the podcast. Rewind it, listen to it again. Everything he said is good. Um, it's pretty good, pretty good stuff he came up with, so I'll give him credit for that. And uh, it's been great fun, and thanks for always having me. Wayno been the best hanging out again. Jackson, thanks again. Thanks to all you players and Amelia, Dorsey, Mason, Will, Jack. Also, I mean, I know I can be a little bit of a pain in the ass in these things, like saying, hey, come on, let's go sit around a table, drink a couple glasses of wine, tape a podcast. I enjoy the shit out of it. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for doing it, and we'll do it again sometime. I hope you enjoyed this edition of The Tour Coach and this conversation that we brought to you about playing, learning, and teaching the game of golf. We'll be back next week with another edition of The Tour Coach. In between now and next week, make sure you follow us on our social channels. You can always find me at The Dew Sweeper on Instagram or go to our YouTube page where you'll see a scene and a video from my teachings daily on our YouTube channel. You can find that by looking up Tony Ruggiero and The Dew Sweepers on YouTube. Until then, make sure you follow and check out Everything Tour Coach and all our sponsors, Shrikshon Cleveland Golf, Bushnell, Vineyard Vines, and Buick GMC. I'll be back next week to help all of us appreciate, learn, and enjoy the game of golf.